Hi, I'm Kim, and this is Commanding Conversations. I'm a 40-something-year-old mom that decided that this stage in my life I am not over. I realized that now that my kids are getting a little bit older, that I can still reach out and reach my goals and maybe set new ones and see where I can get. And when I realized this, I saw that having conversations with people, so many others wanted to do the same thing. But something held us back. Something always kept us in the shadows. Well, I'm here to help us break out of the shadows and shine in the light that was meant for us. So I created Commanding Conversations. I would like people to help us share their stories, their experiences, network, and I want all of us to learn how to fail forward, reach our success, get out of our comfort zone, and try to find a way to be the best version that we can be. I know that this is totally possible, and I wanna build a community where we help support each other, have a little fun. Those topics that you don't want to talk about, don't worry, I do. And then we can always end every show with a little advice and a lot of spice. So if this sounds like something that you're interested in, then you are in the right place. So sit back, relax, and join in. Thanks. Middle age sucks. Remember when you were little and 40 seemed like it was so old? Like, oh my gosh, if you were 40, you were decrepit and you were way past your prime and ew, gross, right? It's so weird because I was definitely one of those people that thought that. And all of a sudden I woke up one day and I was 40. And I was like, what just happened? Because mentally, I think I'm like 26 and I think I'm still young and fun. And, and I think I could, you know, still, I think I could go out and I think I could party and I think I could hang with the younger kids and till the next morning. And then you're like, oh my God, what was I thinking? And there's that book, What to Expect When You're Expecting, right? And they teach you all the things that you no one really tells you about like getting pregnant, having a baby, childbirth. Okay, I think that that book is BS, no offense. Don't own the rights to the book, sorry. I started out having twins and like it just did nothing for me. Like there was nothing in that book that helped me. But Jenny McCarthy wrote, a couple of self-help books that taught you everything that they didn't teach you. And you should definitely look those up. I'm sure they're available on Amazon. Um, But I want to be the one that teaches you what to expect when you hit middle age. Middle age is hard. Like, it's really hard. I mean, I like to say, hopefully you've caught Commanding Conversations, which the catalyst of why I even created this platform is because I think that collectively we are on the intermission part. We are currently residing at the intermission part of our life, right? And I feel like life is in two acts. And the first act You rehearse for, you practice, you know what you're doing, you're nervous, you get it done, you memorize your lines, you show up where you need to, you know, you make mistakes, you you learn from them. Then you have intermission. And intermission is like a coasting time, right? So we're coasting. 
And then there's the second act. Some people check out during the second act, right? Like I've been to enough plays and musicals to know that. Some people don't, aren't interested. They're just like, eh, pass. Some people, which is where I hope I fit in and all of you can come and join me. Some people put everything that they've learned from the past all together and see how it all configures to your happy ending, your happily ever after, to the great success story, to the pulminating climax, to the everything that we want to accomplish. I'm ready to help guide us in that second chapter or second act. But first, we have to get through middle age. I just wanted to take a brief moment to thank Spotify, Anchor, and Apple for giving me the opportunity to give you my commanding conversations. Without their help, support, and sponsorship, I wouldn't be where I'm at. So thank you so much and check us all out on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple today. So let me tell you why I think middle age sucks. Because first of all, mentally, I'm not there, right? Like, I don't think I'm old. I refuse to because age is only a state of mind and I still like being young and wild and free. Plus, I want to go back to my youth and looking back to when I was in the best shape of my life and, you know, conquering mountains and having the passion and the drive to take over the world and make a difference and blah, 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 blah. Like, I want to go back there. I miss it. And now, you know, I miss when I don't get eight hours of sleep. Or (laughs) I miss if I forgot to put ibuprofen in my purse. So definitely priorities are a little bit different. Like, I like to think of way back when, when it didn't hurt bending down to put shoes on and your knees didn't crunch and you didn't have to kind of like, pull your foot up just to get that shoe tied or when I never thought that I would ever have a random hair coming out of my chin or on my top lip whoa or how about did you ever look at one of those magnifying mirrors some hotels have them don't do it like if you've done it don't do it again if you've never done it I'm warning you now you will see things you will see villages living in your pores You will see hairs that are growing and like the roots underneath that one and that one and that one. But most of all, you'll see spots. And then all of a sudden you realize like you're not blotchy. What happened to that peaches and cream glow? I mean, the only time I glow now is usually because I'm having a hot flash. But the peaches and cream glow, forget about it. Like it's spoiled. It's out. It's gone. Now I look closely and I see these like, I'll call them sunspots. I don't like when people call them age spots because I'm not aging, right? I am still, you know, mentally 26, 29 I'll even take, right? But whoever came up with liver spots, that's like the absolute grossest ever. And I'm not going to ever call it that. That's just gross. How about this? I used to get highlights in my hair all the time. Now I naturally get it when my hair grows in, but they're like silver wires, that have a mind of their own. No, no, not cute. My cousin Sue calls them wisdom highlights. And I like that, you know, you got to take a little spin on things, but mm, 
no. Or how about I got out of the shower and I was drying myself off with the towel and I turned around and there's some funky vein popping out the back of my leg and I'm like, what just happened? And all of a sudden I find myself going, I'm, I'm falling apart. Oh my gosh. Now I'm talking to friends about doctor's appointments and what medications I'm on and, you know, family history. And I'm like, I feel like I skipped like the whole fun period. Like we're supposed to be in middle age and I feel like I'm in the twilight years, you know, like I'm like, what's going on? But the worst, the worst is shoes. Shoes are my weakness. I love shoes, shoes and jewelry, but shoes, they fill the hole in my heart that life put there. Because you know what? Like if you're feeling bloated or if you're having a bad day or, you know, you're not feeling super cute, shoes don't judge you. Nope, they sure don't. If you have a zit on your chin, a shoe isn't going to point it out. It's going to say, baby, you wear me and you wear me proud. And I used to think like the higher the heel, the closer to Jesus, right? But now I find myself trying shoes on, wondering the durability and the stability and if I have to walk for a long period of time like are these comfortable are they practical and I'm like whoa 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 who am I like who when did this happen when did this happen so I'm actually going to ask you for your help to like reel it back in because clearly I'm having an issue with this and I don't think I'm alone I mean when you watch the Victoria's Secrets fashion show, I can stare at models long enough and go, you know what? I think I could totally look like that. I could totally pull that off. And then when I'm getting dressed the next day and I'm rolling up my 36 longs and popping them in the extra, extra holding harness called my bra, I'm like, just kidding. I'm going to leave that to Giselle. But I mean, come on, we're all there, right? And thank God mom jeans are a little bit, you know, a little bit taller, a little bit wider, because instead of muffin tops, we have like the whole bakery going on in our midsections now. But you know me, you have to like turn things around, make them positive. And the point of my ram- rambling, not that I like, you know, don't like to ramble anyway, but the point of my rambling is that as a collective, like through my friends and family and peers and people that I've talked about, a lot of us that are in my age great my, my age group, my genre, We're all kind of going through these speed bumps together, you know, speed bumps, potholes, gravel roads with shrapnel hitting everywhere. I mean, we're all going through it. So why not talk about it? And you know what? Yeah, for every bad thing that happens, everything that I complained about is petty. I know that. I 100% know that. And I'm grateful, like, that I've even gotten to this point. You know, getting older is a privilege. Not everyone gets it. I understand that totally. I'm just wanting a little help and understanding, accepting the growing old gracefully process. Because let's be real, like between Hollywood and the cosmetics industry and just media in general, like youth is king. You know, youth is everything that you want. But then again, I'm kind of like an oxymoron because I'm starting this podcast and this platform basically talking about the second act of your life and I'm acting like I'm all washed up. So I guess we have to stop that. We have to stop that right here and now. So 
if we're going to start the second act of our lives, we're going to have to dive into how we're going to give ourselves a little makeover mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever, everything. And we're going to talk about how we can fix that to give ourselves the inspiration, the motivation, and the intuitive attitude to move forward and to kick life's ass. Hey, I just wanted to pop in and say thank you for tuning in to Commanding Conversations. Do me a quick favor. Go and smash that that thumbs up and that like button. Share if you want to and tell your friends all about it. Okay, thanks. Bye. So it's not even so much of like the growing old gracefully. Like that's just something that's easy for me to pick on and it's easy for me to point out and everyone's going through it. But I mean, there's those like, deeper things, you know, those feelings that I don't always like to tap into. There's the deeper things in midlife that, that hurt. They're, they're scary. So as I've said before, I'm the youngest of three kids and I'm the baby and babies should always be protected, right? So this whole midlife thing, all of a sudden you're kind of like forced into adulthood. And it's not the adulthood when you're like, I'm 18, I can vote and buy cigarettes and my parents can't tell me. No, no, that's, that's not what I mean. What I mean is all of a sudden you have to start being proactive about your healthcare regimen and you start having health scares. And here's one, this is definitely an episode for later, but what happens when you start becoming the parent of your own parents? That's hard. That's hard to swallow. Or what about when you start losing your parents? Your friends start losing your parents. Or you start losing friends. I know a couple of my friends, they, um, they're in the same genre as, as the collective, as all of us. And they're empty nesters. And it's so crazy. And I've thought about this before. And I try not to think about it. I'm definitely a we'll cross that bridge when we get there person. But you better take a look at yourself and you better like yourself and you better like the person you're with because once the kids are out of the house, you're going to be stuck staring at that person. And that person might only just be you. You might be staring at yourself in the mirror and you might be going, what do I do now? No, seriously, what do I do now? And I have friends right now that They've been married for a significant amount of time. And you know what? I am a firm believer. I don't think marriages are all meant to last forever. Absolutely not. You're not the same person you were 10, 15, 20 years ago. And life is short and you should find happiness. But there is that time where you have to start over. You have to reconnect with yourself. You have to center yourself and you have to find out what it is that you do want, what you do want to move forward to, you know, I, I believe that everyone deserves passion and love and respect and everyone should have it. And if you're staying in a situation to make your kids more comfortable, you're just kind of teaching them that you're not worth that. Right. Again, that's also another episode coming up. But the point that I'm getting at is there's so many So many hats, so many masks, like I talked about earlier, so many characters that we have to play. And sometimes the character we have to play as a referee, you know, that we have to turn into at the second chapter of our lives. And it is a starting over. It's almost like a rebirth. You know, you have to 
take control. You're in charge. What your, uh, what your decision and your opinion is, is actually going to be monumental because it's going to lay a pavement and a foundation for the generation underneath us. And you know what that is? It's scary as hell. That's what it is. That's why midlife sucks because it gets to be so scary. But as I always do, I'm going to tell you why I think it's awesome. So I like to tell my little group of girlfriends that in my 40s now, I have found my balls. I have found my voice. I have found an inner strength that I never had before, ever. And if you don't like me, guess what? I'm going to sleep just fine tonight. But it's taken me a long time to get to that point. I have had to learn a lot of lessons the hard way, and I am stubborn as hell. So believe me, I didn't have to learn it once or twice or, you know, eight times. I've probably had to learn it a dozen times before I was really like, okay, well, this isn't going to work. So maybe I should do what I was told or what my gut and my instincts told me to do the first time. Um, I like myself. And that's really hard to say in public because people automatically look at you and they're like, oh, you're so conceited. You're so vain. I'm like, no, I'm actually giving myself self-respect. And you know what? You should try it. You should try it because I've said it before. I'll say it again. You're stuck with yourself for the rest of your life. So you might as well like who you see in the mirror. And if not, then change it. But most of the time, it's probably changing something on the inside. You know, I worry about the impact and the legacy that I'm going to leave my children. I like that I want to help other people. I mean, I always did, but I want to help other people now. I unapologetically spend time on myself. You know, my children are not like out of the nest, but they're out of, I would say, Two of the three of them are out of, like, the woods-ish. Like, if I could leave them alone, hopefully nothing crazy would happen. And I'm learning a lot about trust. A lot about, like, letting go and letting other people sink and swim. Believe me, I have a lot of control issues. Like, a lot of control issues. But letting them fail forward and letting my kids make their own choices... And even if you see, like, the end result a mile in advance, they've got to see it for themselves. And while they're doing that, I'm catching up with friends. And I'm doing a hobby that I haven't done in forever or ever. Like, you know, creating a podcast. And I am doing the things that I always put on hold or I spoke unkindly to myself where I'm like, oh, no one would listen to you or no one would read that or you don't have what it takes. Hey, guess what? You never know unless you try. What do they say with the lotto? You have to play to win. I don't think there's ever a loser. There's, it's you either you win or you learn. And I'm learning. I'm learning a lot. And some of the tips that I want to share with you are as follows. Here's my little list in no particular order of things that I want to focus on right now. Things that I feel are important and that are going to leave a legacy and a mark on the future and they're going to make me a better person. So it's kind of working for me. So maybe it'll work for you too. So let's get started.
write down or say out loud three things that you are grateful for every single day. And if you say that you're not grateful for anything or you can't think of anything, bullshit. You woke up. That's something that someone else didn't get to do. So start right there. Yep, I will call you out on it. So you got to have the attitude of gratitude because someone's always got it worse than you and someone's praying for your problems. So be grateful for what you've got and what you've got going for you, you know, take pictures. I mean, I laugh. My sister is always taking pictures and like, it's so funny because from the time my children were super little, they could be fighting, they could be screaming and you hear my sister or myself saying, okay, guys, and then they stop what they're doing and they're like, geez, it comes in handy because one day that's all people are going to have left to remind them of you. Take pictures. Um, this is something that I started a couple of years ago um, for the holidays, birthdays, whatever. Instead of buying a bunch of crap, like needless crap, after my house burnt down, I realized that it's just, it's useless stuff. It's just stuff that takes up space. What I would rather gift is an experience because the gift of the experience lasts forever because there's memories and there's so many senses that go into it. Like if you were to take your family, even it doesn't have to be anything extravagant or expensive. It could just be like taking a personal day and playing with your kids outside. And if it's in the winter, they can remember the smell of the snow. Yes, snow does have a smell. Winter has a smell. Or the feeling of hot chocolate, that first sip that you take after your body's so frozen and you come inside and you have it. Or the laughter, watching people fall off of, you know, skis, snowboards, sledding, whatever. The memories are what last forever and no one can ever take them away. And even if you have a fire, those will last forever. Um, I really think it's important if you're fortunate enough to still have your parents with you, ask them their love story. You know, I bet you that's something that maybe they've never told you. So it'll make you look at your parents in a completely different light and it'll probably give you grace and a little humbleness and a nice little pride in the back of your heart. I bet you it will. And with that being said, write down your love stories and heartaches. So your kids know that, you know, I mean, I know all of our children know that we're superhuman. Duh, because we are. But that we're relatable, you know. Um, give someone, and I do this religiously, give someone a sincere compliment every single day. And if you're going to sit there and say, oh, well, I work from home. I don't go anywhere. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, guess what? Get your butt up, look in the mirror and give someone a sincere compliment every single day, even if it's just you. And it's not just you, even if it's only you. Well, I definitely have to say you should laugh daily. Something should laugh. It raises your vibration. It reduces stress. It, there's so many muscles in your face that tighten up when you smile and you laugh. You need it. I'm going to give you permission to go give yourself a small reward. You really have like 
a hankering for a pumpkin spice latte, get it. I'm not saying get it every single day of your life, but give yourself permission to accept a small reward. Respect and celebrate the relationships in your life. So many times we tell people, oh, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll touch base, we'll catch up, we'll go out to lunch, we'll do this, we'll do that, and it never happens. It never happens. And then something may happen, and then you may lose that connection, whether it be to death or moving away or um, just falling out with people. Like, you know, life happens, people move apart. As long as you're able to, I want you to set the standard, set the routine, and celebrate the relationships that you have in your life. Because not only are you celebrating your relationships and you're implementing that in yourself and you're definitely like solidifying that in yourself, there are people watching you, younger people watching you, and you're showing them that it's important too. Show up. That's a big one. 90% of the time, all you have to do is show up. If you say you're going to do it, do it. Definitely another, like, to be honest, that's like one of my triggers. Like, that is a huge trigger for me. And it could sometimes be a deal breaker. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Always, always, always say I love you. Always. Always, always. You never know if that might be the last time you see someone. Always say you love them. Set healthy boundaries. I'm saying that we're doing things to make our 40s and beyond the second act of our life good. But now that we've learned what we've learned in the first act of our lives, we can't repeat those same cycles. You know, history repeats itself until people figure out that it's not working, right? So what we need to do is not let history repeat itself by setting those healthy boundaries, making life a little simpler, being grateful and making sure that we're making ourselves the best version of ourselves possible. And the last thing I have to offer is just have, I'm giving you permission to have a just because day, just because I think you're totally allowed to have a day off from work and you can Stay at home and you can, you can have, you could take a shower, you could take a bath, you could do whatever it is that you want, but what you have is you owe it to yourself to have a fun just because day, because you know why? You deserve it. You deserve it. I am so grateful for you. I can't thank you enough for coming on for another edition of Commanding Conversations, and I can't wait to hear from you next time. The comments are open below, so please like, share, subscribe. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me on all my all my social platforms. I would love to get to know you better. I love responding to your comments. I hope you have a great day, and don't, don't forget, you should remember to make your life commanding. Thank you for listening to another episode of Commanding Conversations. It's so important to keep lifting each other up in a world where everyone likes to break you down. Remember, be kind and don't be sorry, be better. Please like, share, and subscribe to keep the Commanding Conversations flowing. This this podcast was brought to you by Commanding Communications and Joe Vector Communications.